The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. That's right, and we say a special thanks today to Turner Business Appraisers for making today's episode possible. Welcome to Community Spotlight. Today's guest is the Executive Director of New Wine Skins. You can find them at newwineskins.org. They're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We'll give you some info about that later. But what's exciting about today is an upcoming conference in late September at Ridgecrest Conference Center in Ridgecrest, North Carolina. And Jenny is here to share. Hey, Jenny, thanks for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. It's a privilege to be here. Yes, excited to, to be hanging out with you. So I guess to kind of start things off, uh, to hear about the conference first, share with us what the mission is for new wineskins in the ministry at large. Absolutely. Uh, well, New Wineskins Missionary Network, we're nearly uh, 50 years old, started uh, back in 1974 in uh, Pasadena, California, actually, currently based in Greensboro, North Carolina. But this organization really came about of two people realizing that the denomination they were in was not really getting after the Great Commission. People were not being equipped. People were not being sent. The local church just did not have their vision on the ends of the earth. And so they started New Wineskins. 20 years in, they decided to gather all the missionaries from the field, bring sort of the mission-minded folks together. And they had this big conference, which they called New Wineskins. And that, that led to them, them actually changing the ministry name to New Wineskins, which is why we're called New Wineskins today. But several hundred people gathered at Ridgecrest uh, back in 1990 uh, and uh, 94. 94 was our first conference. And um uh, so many people came together, so much happened, there was so much mission equipping, so much missional fervor out of that conference that they said, hey, let's 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 do this, let's keep doing this. But uh, it's a small organization, we do it every three years, we can't quite pull it off more than that, but <laughs> it led to obviously do, us doing more things, just equipping the local churches. We worked primarily with the Anglican Church, the Episcopal Church uh, prior to that. Uh, over all these years, and we have resources, we have smaller uh, training events, and then, of course, this big mission conference that uh, has had so much fruit over the years. Yeah, putting on an annual event almost becomes a full-time job. So, you know, you kind of have to give a little bit of a break. And for missionaries to come back overseas, that's a big challenge, you know, once a year. So it's exciting to have this every three years. It brings a big sense of community there. Absolutely. And we also have uh, networks, mission networks, really inspired from the Lausanne movement. They have these issue networks. So trying to gather people around what their passion for mission is, you know, Mission is so broad. I mean, there's so many different types of mission you can get involved with. And we launched these mission networks to try to gather people around a particular issue like the Anglican Persecuted Church Network or the Anglican Human Trafficking uh, Prevention Network or International Student Ministry or those kinds of things. Yeah, you know, when you work in ministry like this, you get to see God do a lot of crazy things, a lot of great stories that you can share about what God has done that if it wasn't for him, you know, it wouldn't have happened. And uh, I'm. do you have anything that maybe through this conference you've seen God do something in an amazing way? Well, I have a story actually that is in, impacts this conference in particular. Uh, we had, um, we always pray about all of our speakers. I think it's the hardest part of my job. From everybody in the world that could possibly speak at your conference, you know, pick 20. Huh. Uh, so, and of course, that Bible teacher position is so important. So we've got to be grounded in the Word of God because, 
there's no reason to be involved in any mission if you're not if you're not grounded in the word of God and inspired by the Holy Spirit. So anyway, I was praying about this and uh, kept hearing the name Bishop Thad Barnum, who's one of our Anglican bishops, uh, kept coming up in conversation. And somebody just asked me, you know, have you have you read the book Never Silent? And I said, I, I know that's an old book, but I actually have never read it. And I picked it up from Amazon, you know, just uh, six bucks, got the book. It was and read a couple of chapters in it. So that morning, Saturday morning, I was sitting there and I was like really praying, Lord, who should be our Bible teacher? Really just in my prayers, just seeking the Lord. To, he, he speaks to me in these ways. He can give me very specific direction when I'm, I'm seeking him. And uh, so I opened the book and started reading. And right at that place where I was in the book, Thad mentions that at the first New Wineskins conference, he had met these bishops from Rwanda and they were just post-genocide, and and just the whole country, of course, 800,000 people died in the shortest amount of time ever in the history of the world, that many people dying, and most people didn't know about it, and there was so much that needed to be done to restore that that country, and he met some of these bishops from Rwanda and was able to develop some global partnerships with them that impacted his life and just, you know, and that country, so... And I happened to be reading about it that day when I'm seeking the Lord about who should be our Bible teacher. And not once, but twice, he mentions the impact of the New Wineskins Conference to connect him with these international guests and and to forge this friendship. I mean, it's not yeah. even just a, you know, a financial relationship. I mean, it is a friendship uh, that has been forged and, of course, continues to this day. So, you know, so that's our Bible teacher. I mean, it's just you know one story out of many, but again, like yeah. decades of fruit yeah. that have come from that yeah. encounter here that's, on this mountain. You know? That's incredible. And the, you know, there's so many people that are like, you know, that's me. I I feel like God might be speaking to me in a way like that, where maybe it's through a book or through a friend or through some sermon they heard, and they're like, it's it's evident that there's a call on my life to maybe be a missionary. Yeah. If that is that person, what would you say to them? What advice might you give to sort of get started? Because that's a big, that's a big task. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and I know a lot of local churches just don't have the resources for that. They, they might have a mission committee, but, you know, how do you identify the people in your congregation that might have that calling? You know, youth groups aren't necessarily equipped. And a lot of times it's, you're young when you're called. You can be a child, you can be a teen, college student, you know, when you're called into some sort of cross-cultural mission service. And again, there's just not a whole lot of pathways for the local church. And that's why we gather everybody together. We gather the people from in the pews, we bring the missionaries back from the field, and then we bring a lot of our international guests over to the conference. They can check out our resources, for one, on newwineskins.org. These resources are for everyone. We do primarily work with the Anglican Church worldwide, but, you know, we have people of every kind of denomination that come to our conferences and that use our resources. So um, just going to newwineskins.org and, and looking up um, those kinds of, of resources that will help them find their way to maybe one of our Anglican Global Mission partners. Um, we have over 30 entities that work together to help get you to the mission field in whatever whatever way that means for you. And we are connected to other non-Anglican entities as well, many of whom will be at the conference itself, um, that can help get you to where you need to be, whether that's training in cross-cultural ministry, whether that's, you know, Bible translation, 
Uh, we had Transworld Radio was one of our exhibitors last time. And, you know, somebody ended up going as a missionary with Transworld Radio. Yeah. They're not Anglican. I mean, again, it doesn't matter. This is sort of our, our tribe, our part of the vineyard. But we work with so many different organizations around the world. Um, so coming to the conference, but, you know, using some of the looking at the resources and then connecting, you can connect just through our partners tab with all these Anglican Global Mission partners. And, and you there's even a mission match on there, which can say, I want to do this for this long in this, you know, this well, type cool. of ministry. I want to work with children in Africa for six months. And it will literally huh. uh, match you with, you know, a place to get started. Now that, you know, if it's not a good fit, then we would refer you to somebody else that we might know. But it helps to hone in on, uh, you know, where to get started. Right. And, you know, by the way, the conference is coming up September 22nd through 25th at Ridgecrest Conference Center in Ridgecrest, North Carolina. And the conference's website is newwineskinsconference.org. She's Jenny Noyes, their executive director of New Wineskins. So to the person that maybe does not feel called to go overseas, but still feels like God has placed someone in their life, maybe at work, in their community, that they need to share their faith with, but doesn't always, you know, that can be hard as well to have a deeper relationship with someone, but have the vulnerability to share what's going on, what God's done in their life. What might you say to them about how to to have that conversation? Yeah, um, well, I think just, I'm going to launch into this with just the theme of the conference, because it's going to point to something that I feel is very helpful to answer that question, Braxton. Uh, The theme of the conference is One Mission. And we as Christians all are on one mission with with Jesus to take his gospel to the ends of the earth. So that means that every single person, no matter where God has planted you, whether you're here in North America or whether you're you're living overseas, your mission field is right around you. Typically, now you might be plucked up to go you know, to a foreign mission field. But even if you're in that foreign mission field, your mission field is right around you. You know, even if you're in Nepal or, or you know, Brazil. So this one mission theme is to help us realize that it's not just us, you know, some of us give money and and that's about all we need to do. No, every person has a mission. Every Christian is, you know, God needs you with your unique talents, your unique gifts, your unique personality, and even all the past pain that you have. You know, so much of our ministry comes out of our pain and the healing that we've had yeah. to help others, in, yeah. you know, whether it's been abuse or or whatever, poverty, any any number of things. So this one mission, we're trying to get every single person to understand what is your mission? How, what is the role that God wants you to play? So we, that's an individual thing, but also a corporate thing, you know, as the body of Christ. And in the conference, we're going to be sort of unpacking these daily themes of be the one. So choose to be the one who shares your faith. And th- that doesn't mean, you know, necessarily sitting down with somebody and, you know, drawing the bridge illustration on a napkin. I've done that. It works. You know, there are all kinds of things that work. But just being that incarnational Christian, the life of Christ that is in yep. you, you're at the light FM radio. You know, <laughs> we are the light. We are the, you know, Christ is the light of the world. And he works through the local church and he works through individual Christians. So, but you have to choose to, to step into that missional life, you know, by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the grace of God, with the power um, that, that is available. And so choosing to be the one who shares your faith. So be the one is the first little theme, sub theme. And then the second is see the one. So who you know, pray that God will open your eyes to see who is your mission field. It might be a member of your family. It might be your own children. It might be your parents. It yeah. might be a teacher. It might be a student. It might be a coworker or somebody just in your town. Um, so see the one. Who is God calling you to, to reach? Who's your mission field? 
And again, it might be an unreached people group. I mean, it's amazing to me when I hear stories about people who, who say, God just laid this, this tribe in Papua New Guinea, you know, on my heart. It's like, I never even heard the name of that tribe. And now I'm going, I'm preparing to go, you know, to reach that tribe. That's amazing. But, um, that your mission field might just be, you know, right, right in your local town. So see the one, be the one, see the one, and then share the one true God. You know, we have a very pluralistic society right now, and it's getting more post-Christian every day here in North America. Mm -hmm. Of course, around the world, lots of issues uh, there with persecution of Christianity, uh, persecution of Christians. So um, we want to really make sure that people understand and have that their theology is good uh, about who is this one true God. He is a holy God, but he did send his son, Jesus, to, to bridge that gap and to, you know, reconcile us to him. So... Be the one, see the one, share the one. It's such a simple one, 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 such a simple vision, something that even the youngest child can grasp. But living it out, of course, is hard. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. This is, I'm telling you, there, there seems like there's just so much to learn when this conference is happening coming up. Yeah. I, I'm excited to hear how things go and eager to see who Abel is to attend from the area. Um, and, and again, it's September 22nd through the 25th at Ridgecrest Conference Center. Uh, listen, if you want to learn more, you can find out online, newwineskinsconference.org. You can hit them up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They're just search for New Wineskins on Instagram and Twitter. And on Facebook, just look up New Wineskins for Global Mission. You'll find the exact one uh, as well there. So listen, so excited to hear about what God has done, what God is doing, and then I think what God's going to do through missionaries and just regular people Amen. Uh, at, at this conference. Yeah, I, Braxton, if I could, I'd love to share about some of the things going on before the conference and after the conference, yeah. which actually for local people here in this area that can just you know drive and commute, as it were, from yep. Montreat uh, College or from just the you know, surrounding area, pre-conferences and some post-conferences that are actually free and you could just come to those if you wanted to. Sure. Uh, but but also we're encouraging people to come early. We could say come early and stay late. You know, look at the new Wineskins Conference like a, a short-term mission trip. You know, if you were going to go on a 10-day short-term mission trip, you'd be taking vacation, time off of work. You'd be maybe sending out some letters and raising some funds. And, and you know, and you'd be going to some culture, you know, and you'd be learning about that culture. Let's say Honduras or something, going to work for an orphanage. If you come to New Wineskins, you're going to be meeting people from over 60 nations. So crossing cultures from all over the world, wow. you know, and coming in and, and then being here for a good period of time. If you come in for one of the pre-conferences and stay. So the pre-conferences start uh, the night of the 21st, so Wednesday night. Go all day on Thursday. The conference starts proper on Thursday night, the 22nd. Goes through lunch on Sunday. Then we have a post-conference on Southeast Asia, uh, six different countries that the Diocese of Singapore is overseeing the sort of the growth of the church in, in six different countries, Vietnam, Laos, Indonesia, Thailand, Nepal. I mean, really exciting stuff there. That's Sunday afternoon. And then we're going into a two-day practicum on Discovery Bible Study. Uh, we've got the founders of this, um, this particular type of ministry. It's just a way of reaching, going back to that every person, you know, taking up the, the cross to share the gospel with people. Very effective uh, way of reaching people, just using the Word of God, but not just one book, you know, really going through from Genesis to Jesus, I think it's called, you know, Discovery yeah. Bible Study. It's a method. Well, but there's a little method to the madness in that, too, and, and we really, we really want to equip people in this method 
uh, not only for overseas. Millions of people have come to faith through this method overseas, especially in closed countries where the church has to be underground, you know, where you've got these little groups forming, which kind of launched small little house churches. And then it leads to a you know, disciple making movement and a church planting movement. But really in the U.S., we've got uh, David Watson, who's sort of the founder of this uh, method, and his son, Paul Watson, and then his team, Beck Ewing and others, coming to teach plenary sessions at New Wineskins. They'll be doing map talks, which we call these mission awareness presentations during the conference. Also a little practicum for like an hour, but this two-day practicum for anybody who really wants to learn how to do this in their context here in North America or around the world, that two-day practicum is Monday, Tuesday. So lots on offer, you know, at this. Now, real quick, we're out of time. Uh, for someone in the area that could host someone coming to this conference, I know you're looking for some housing. Yes, yes, thank you. We have uh, just about maxed out Ridgecrest Housing, which they said it's never been done. So, I mean, really, we're expecting great things from this conference and what the Lord's going to do. But if you are in the area, in the, uh, the Montre, Black Mountain, Asheville area, and you have a place where you could either host someone as a host home, or either if you have a vacation home and you're willing for either to give that to us or to that we could rent it for the missionary discount, that would be super helpful. But people can just email me at Jenny, J-E-N-N-Y, at newwineskins.org, Jenny at newwineskins.org, and just let us know if you're willing to help us out. We do have a block of rooms here at the Hampton Inn as well, but you know we're really looking for some of those uh, lesser expensive options uh, to host again well we've got more than 1200 people registered now we can take as many as 2000 at ridgecrest so y'all come we really would love to see what god is going to do through this conference well i'm i'm so thankful that you came to share jenny i appreciate it thank you thank you we hope you enjoyed today's community spotlight covering issues that matter to you in your community if you have a suggestion for a future program just call 800-330-330 9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.